we doing, fellas? Hello. Hello. Hi. Things we have things like to talk about. Let's talk about things. Let's talk about things. Megan, first of all. Why am I Megan. starting? Okay. Because right. you are the gamer out of. Yes. Let's start. Game. Let's start with the game. The thing that you was gonna quote in the intro that's not gonna be used now, and that's Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> 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 let's be cringe. Okay. <laughs> Songs will get put in some jail. So, sorry, sorry. where do we start? I suppose the newest game, is that's more trendy than the rest, I suppose, and that's Security Breach. Fellas, have we all seen Security Breach in some shape or form? Yes. Yes. It looks very broken, but... It, it does look very broken. Uh -huh. It does look very broken. Um, but? But it's good. It's actually kind of revitalised. I say revitalised you... in quotation marks. Hello, Tatius. Have you played it? Do you have... I personally have not played it. But my reasons for playing it are my, for not playing it on my own. <laughs> <laughs> too um, scary. It's not too scary. Excuse me, I've been playing little this baby. scary, spooky game. I own all baby. the other ones, Todd. I own little, every little. single FNAF game on this planet. Okay? I own all of them on <laughs> Steam. I've played all through FNAF 2. Okay? I almost finished FNAF 1. I own them all. So you don't come in here telling me that it's too scary for me because that game is not scary in the slightest. The new one is not scary at all. No, it's not. In fact, looking at the new one, the new one looks more like a Resident Evil game than it does an actual I feel like it could have been, it could, that's a thing as well. I feel like it could have been a Resident Evil game and that would have been really cool, you know, for like what yeah. it is. But there, are bit there has been a bunch of issues with it. It's, as we know, as you mentioned, it's it's broken. It's very mm. broken. Um, Steel Wool, who are the ones that created the game, they struck, They had a lot of problems bringing it out. We have to first remember that Scott, midway through, had to tap out because of some controversial opinions that he had, such as being a Trump supporter. Um, <laughs> then Steel Wool had to postpone it a couple of times because things just weren't working, and even in its current published form, it is broken beyond measure. <laughs> um, that, there are some bits in the game as well that do look like Finance and Freddy Tish. There's there are like certain bits where you have to look at Fre Gregory. The f use the Faz watch, Gregory. I and think you have to watch There was the a lot of Faz. bits, like they do like to try and. They kind of. Some bits are referenced at the OG games. I was actually talking to someone recently about this, that it felt like there was certain elements of the game that were really good. So you have the, the Music Man bit where he chases you. That's probably one of the more intense parts of the game um there's also like little mini games in a sense so there was one that um that worked a lot like you have to pay attention to these monitors and it worked a lot like the original games and you have to see where freddy is and you've got to keep an eye on these screens to see where the other animatronics are hitting doors so you can electrocute them and stop them from like opening them and it was moments like that mm -hmm. that really resonated with this is what fnaf was but then it felt that um, a lot of the the game is missing things. So I don't know how much you lot have seen, but you know um, Moon and Sun, which is like one of the first mm. animatronics you meet, they're mm. in the daycare, and you only really see like the actual soft play area, but there's actually a whole back room kind of thing with like a theatre and a bunch of these side rooms that if you're not going looking for the collectibles, you'll never see. 
And there's a lot of areas mm. like that in the big pizza plex that are there, and they're like really detailed places. It's not like they're just back rooms with nothing in them. It's like detailed pictures. Yep. There's things up on the walls to make it feel like it's a big pizza plex that you just would never go into otherwise. And that yeah. it feels like a lot of these places, like uh, Steel Wall and probably also Scott, had big visions of what they wanted the game to be. But things got in the way, time restraints, um, even with postponing it, they had a lot of things broken with it they could not complete. And it was just, they couldn't really, I guess, make the vision they had originally, which I, it's also yeah. kind of correlates to the whole cyberpunk thing as well, about like not having enough time or just typical game breaking bugs that cause it to take longer to put into play. But isn't it also a thing as well, like, um, when you talk about collectibles and stuff, um, isn't it like, if you finish the game and stuff, you um, you can go back and try and do all the collectibles and stuff, but you can't save your game Yeah, you can't save, um, and it's, honestly, it's the most so, ridiculous concept ever, but to get some of the, be the best endings, you have to um, decide to not to not leave and have to stay, and it's ridiculous because you still have to do so much more stuff in order to get those endings. And it's just I terrifying. Just it's I realise that. Annoying it, way. I just, I just, I just picture Halo Reach's like survival bit at the end, and just thinking that's basically you got to do. Apart from it's a lot, it's a lot more on steroids. I realised the other day as well. You should, there's only one night of Freddy's. It's just, it's just one night of Freddy's, because you're there till six oh. a.m. and then you don't go again, again. So they should call it, <laughs> NAF. Onaf. 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 Or just security <laughs> breach. Just, yeah. Freddy security breach. <laughs> Fraser, are you up to date with your FNAF law? No. Do you I know who did the bite? Do you know the difference between the bite of 83 and the bite of 87? No. Do you know who Michael Afton is? Who William Afton is? Of course no. you do, because you're a beta. You're a pleblican. Oh, it's not such an amateur in the FNAF. It's not like I don't own any of the FNAFs. I only play them when I go around my mate's house. Yeah, that's how it all began, realistically. And now I'm a big historian of FNAF. I'm not a big historian of FNAF. I just know my shit. <laughs> I know my shit. Because I sat there Shep's and watched like episode. videos. Whole Shep's episode is just Megan Ransom about FNAF lore. <laughs> Well, once upon so a time, there's this guy and the restaurant and the bear and the rabbit, and then they make like things happen. Um, other than Five Nights at Freddy's, uh, anything else? Anyone else has played this week or has anything they would like to mention? I've been playing a really good games. game recently, Go and I've been playing it for two days because I got it yesterday. But I really love it; it's great. Uh, it's called Shadowblight. I've mentioned it before to you mm. lot, but it's fine. Well, mm. to Tart, I don't know. You streamed it, already, didn't messages. you? It's been really, I've been like really enjoying it. It's um, based around obviously the nuclear meltdown of Chernobyl. Um, you play as this guy called Igor, who um, is looking for his wife that went missing bef just before the meltdown. So it's not like she's been eviscerated off the earth, or ho so he hopes. And it's 50, 30 years after that meltdown, he's gone back to Chernobyl while it's still irradiated um, to look to find out what's happened to her. And it's basically this survival horror RPG that has these little like spooky moments and um, you're basically trying to survive and find out what happened to her. And you have, you're kind of collecting teammates 
because realistically what you're working towards is like this final heist idea of going back into Chernobyl, the main plantation, and finding out where she is and what's happened, and you find little clues and go on little missions to kind of work towards that end goal of going back to Chernobyl. I've been really enjoying it, it's been really fun. Um, I tend I to forget play... that it's... Go on. I watched you play for like a little bit, and there's like, it's like I was, I was, do, I was, I was doing other stuff as well, and I just had like I was just watching you in the background. But I looked up, and there were you in like a like a different world. Yeah, it's it really, like... it's really trippy at times. Um, for the most part, I would, I wouldn't say it's historically accurate in any way, but it is like a fully rendered ver, a fully rendered version of Chernobyl. Like if you went there, that's the buildings are kind of similar. They worked off photos. But yeah. there is this element of it's when you go back there, you'd think, oh, it's just surviving in a radiated place. You mean they didn't go to a highly radiated place to make an actual replication of? I mean, video they, game, they probably did. Photos? You have to remember that it's not as radiated <laughs> as it was before, so they probably were no, allowed to go to some places. I'm just saying that I doubt they stood there or sat there in Chernobyl on their computers, working away <laughs> inside these radiated buildings. <laughs> Guys, I, I know we work on Chernobylite, but I made managed to put money into investing a brand new office space in Pripyat. Get <laughs> <laughs> to work. We didn't, we didn't have to pay a dime. We could just go in there and just develop. Downsides it, you might grow a second. You might die. You're going to have every cancer in the world. <laughs> but we're going to make a really good game. Um, there is moments in it which is like um, Eagle, the person you play as, He's made, it's like a wormhole gun, basically. So something's going on with uh, the nuclear stuff. And it's what he uses to teleport through places. And that's why, Todd, when you saw I was in that distorted world, at that point, he, he had like this VR, he basically had a VR headset. And from finding clues, he was able to like simulate what had happened to his wife, basically, is what happened there. But there is also monsters. However, it's not really been explained why there's monsters. I'm just assuming that there either there was called there is this big thing in it to do with the KGB. So it's either in my what I believe to be the case, either before the nuclear meltdown, there was these monstrous things and the KGB was like working on a secret experiment, or and that caused the nuclear meltdown because maybe they got they escaped or something, or the nuclear explosion caused the weird teleporting monster things that you don't really interact with. So it's very strange. I have a video game I would like to talk about that I've recently played, and I think it's actually quite cool. Go on. What is it? I have come recently for the first time ever, ever, in however long I've been alive, completed. Uh, a generation four Pokemon game for the first time ever. Woo! Why? Because I'm too stupid and too uh sentimental to complete my actual platinum uh, copy. But I have a lot of. I just want to quickly say because like the new Pokemon games, especially this one, Diamond, like Shining Pearl, and uh, what is it? Brilliant Diamond, Sh Shining Pearl. Uh. If you're listening to this, if you want to get it, get it. But maybe just skip out on it. As much as I love, like Gen Four. Why is that, would... Todd? Why well, is that? let me get started. There's already been like a lot of criticism anyway about the most the newer Pokemon games about the mm. fact that they're just becoming a lot more easier. 
and they're becoming a lot more less difficult. Like if you play, if I play platinum, platinum's quite a difficult game, especially when you get more towards the elite four. It's actually a challenge, and it's actually like you have to literally put time in, you know, to to do that and sort of being able to complete it. Some people that don't have to do that. Some people will be like, boom, done, sorted. But like in this game, it's made ten times easier because there's an item in Pokemon called the EXP share, and it changed in Gen six. From if you just equip it to a single Pokemon, they get like the XP from the battle and stuff. Like now, it's your whole party gets XP. And from generations six to eight, I think it was. No, from generation six to seven, I think you could turn it off. Uh, but in Sword and Shield, you got it and you couldn't turn it off. But now in like Gen six, I don't even think you get it. You just your party just has. And there's no way to turn it off. So you're like leveling all of your Pokemon, which is easier because it's less, you know, on one side, it's quicker to level up your Pokemon and get them stronger. But on the bad side, it's shit. <laughs> like, that's basically it. It's shit. If you don't want it on, then you can't really do anything about mm-hmm. it because you can't turn it off. It's so that's thing, like. It's like it, I guess it's, an, it's like for accessibility reasons, you know, like realistically, the people that used to be playing Pokemon are like, you know, little kids and they don't want to. Nowadays, it's a lot of... Nowadays, most, po- like, some of the Pokemon fans are, like, in, like, going into probably, like, their 30s. No offence. Maybe they just don't have yeah. time. Who knows? Yeah. I feel like they should well. allow you to turn well, it is. off, though. That's a bit weird that you can't turn it off if you didn't want it on. But also, as well, this is a thing that a lot of people have said, and I agree with, it's fucking stupid. So, if you're, like, if you know anything about Pokemon, you know that sometimes the games come out in free. Like there's di- there's uh gold, silver, there's red, blue, and then there's yellow. There's gold, silver, and crystal, uh, ruby, sapphire, emerald, black. Uh, not black and black and white didn't have one. Um, they just had sequels. But obviously, diamond and pearl had platinum, and platinum is the third game is essentially if they fucked up on the first two games, they fix everything in that third game. And platinum is a lot more accessible for like if you want like Pokemon items and stuff like that. But for some reason, they didn't just—they didn't go off platinum. They went off diamond and pearl, which is lesser because platinum is an improvement on any, everything that was in diamond and pearl. So essentially, they've downgraded—they've purposely downgraded games to make it more like, I like sentimental and iconic. That's enough. I'll get onto the graphics as well because that's what they—that's the excuse they had for having such shit graphics. But it doesn't—it doesn't work. It's like. Oh, we've made an improvement of this game. This is like the math. This is like how good this game could be. You know, you can get, you know, perfect, brilliant. We're going to make a remake of it. Okay, let's not go off the improvement. Let's go on the downgraded version. It's like, it's it's stupid. It's like getting a new car, but then getting the shit, but then getting the shit version of the one previous to it. It's just not good. Yeah. But other than that, what pissed me off though, and I was. I'll stop with my Pokemon right now because we we've got other stuff we need to talk about. Is I wanted a spe- I wanted to get one specific m- monster Pokemon monster for my team, but couldn't access it until post game. Mm-hmm. I couldn't access the item to evolve it until post game, which is annoying 
That doesn't make any and sense, because why are you going to be using them, like, after you've completed the game? Other, other than online battling and, like, battling with people and things like that, which that game doesn't have, like, any no. sort of fucking stand for it. Sword and Shield did it really well. Like, they've got, like, really good... They've improved the, like, online battling so much in Sword and Shield. In Diamond and Pearl, the new ones, there's just none, none of it, really. I mean, I have yeah. one friend who I trade with, and she trades with me, and we battle, and sometimes like or like that. But other than that, there's no like random online battles that you can do in Sword and Shield. But the one massive improvement I think is that in this new games, they've got like a new underground system. So if you've played the original Diamond and Pearl or Platinum, you know that you can go underground and you can look for fossils, and you can like dig and stuff like that. And it's just ten improved ten times because now there's like little cave systems in. The underground where you can find Pokemon, you can find like really bad Pokemon, even ones that you can't find above level, you can probably find down there. Like I've got like <laughs> that Pokemon that I wanted was a Duskull, and I wanted to get a Dusk Noir, and I found a Duskull underground, and so that's the only way you can access that. So I think the underground is really cool, but everything else has already been said. You need everything else needs improved. But there is a new one coming out as well, the new uh, Legends Arceus, which is their first open world one as well, which looks. Eh? <laughs> Question I mean, mark. Personally, it looks really interesting, but I can see why it doesn't look like it's a Pokemon game, you know? Because yeah. it's like this. Yeah. It's kind of like if um they've they've made like a Breath of the Wild, but it's. It is Pokemon. essentially that, but also as well. I I don't have high hopes for it. I like the the last few games have been quite disappointing, really. So I'm just like, so I'm I'm gonna wait. I always do that with Pokemon games. Anyway. I'm gonna wait till everyone comes out. I think comes out. So anyway, that's enough of my Pokemon rant. I just wanted to say that. But other than that, I played <laughs> Metroid Dread demo, which was good. I might get it. Uh, and that's about it, really. Those are the only sort of games I've been playing. Sweet. Um, well, you've been playing trade. Fraser. So, um, anything new, anything old? Of... So, yeah, I've been playing a lot of old things. Basically, um, I've I've been playing a lot with my mates on things really there recently. So, um, I've just been on been on Halo Infinite a bit because I enjoy Halo Infinite. Uh, the new Fracture Ten A um, event came out and that was really fun, uh, as well as the Winter Wonderland event that happened around Christmas. Got a lot of free stuff out of it, which was really good. Um, Todd's pointing. What, I'm what gonna call you out. Say? I'm gonna call you out. I saw Why? you playing Fortnite. I was literally, I was thinking, I was resisting. I was just about to talk about this. I saw you. I was just about to talk about this, okay? Um, so, before we could talk about the thing, um, I also can't see, but I'm PUBG. gesturing to phrase at the backhanding. Yeah. <laughs> um, for your audio listeners out there, Todd is backhanding with me. Um, um, yeah, so I've been playing a lot of, um, I've been playing a bit of PUBG as well with mates, um, which, it's a bit meh if you've ever tried PUBG, especially mm. on console. It's PUBG's very it's got kills. really buggy. Yeah, it's 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 a good battle royale, and it was a good battle royale at its time. But it's a bit, it the control seems a bit weird sometimes, and I'm, you swear that you probably hit people, but you just haven't. It's a bit like Battlefield current in its current state. <laughs> the new one. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to talk about that one. That is an awful Ooh. Battlefield game. I played a little bit of it, and it was awful. Great for Christmas, not great. Um, and then, yeah, recently, um, we were trying to play get uh, PUBG last night, I think it was, and um, the new update came out, and all the servers went down, so we just went, has everyone got Fortnite? I'm like, yeah, I still got Fortnite. Does anyone <laughs> want to go on Fortnite? And I was like, yeah, the only reason why I installed Fortnite 
ages ago was to get the new Spider-Man skin. I'm sick of that YouTube advert as well. Yeah, oh, the, don't remind that YouTube advert. It's horrible. Oh, I'm so sick of seeing uh, What's the YouTube advert? It's the one with um, MJ oh and God. Tom Holland's Spider-Man. You're going, oh, you know, we're in... We're oh, my before. God. Have I got a brilliant advert After to talk you. about you? So... <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I, look, I'll quickly off the topic, just randomly. Have you seen that YouTube advert for, like... Oh, I, I think it's, like, some perfume or something like that. And there's, like, this woman who... Um, She's like showing off, like, so I got this like thing, and it was like really comfortable, and it's really nice. And it's like, I think it's like an underwear advert or something like. And she's wearing like mm-hmm. this onesie and hoodie, and she's like, it's really nice, it's really cool, it's really comfy. And then next thing, like, next shot is just some woman with like no t shirt on, and she's wearing a bra, and she's just like, so this is really comfortable. And it's like, literally, it's not even so, it's like, like, really. Like zoomed in. Look at boobs now. <laughs> it's just like so. This is a really nice, comfortable thing. And then, <laughs> oh my god! Really it's, I'm sorry. I just oh literally because I have YouTube on in the site and it's an advert, so I'm not purposely looking. But like I see, it and I'm waiting for the skip button. But then that bit pops up whenever the skip button appears. And I'm like, Jesus! <laughs> All I had right. a really dodgy advert like that like ages ago, but it was literally like people having orgasms to eating burgers. Uh, it was I've seen really that one. really weird, <laughs> and I did not like it at all. They're getting smart with these YouTube adverts. The Manscaped adverts. I'm so sick of the Manscaped adverts. And it's just like, you know, when you're like, you're having a good time and then that really innocent YouTuber all of a sudden has like a Manscaped sponsorship in your life. Do you want to shave your bush? (laughs) No. I don't want to know about how you shave your balls. I keep getting erectile dysfunction adverts and I am, I'm slightly concerned because I feel as if they know something that I don't. And I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. But anyway, other than shit YouTube adverts that we've watched, and other things have come out that cringe, cringe Fortnite playing. Cringe Fortnite. I've only played it for like a day. That's it. You know. I bet you're a Hanzo, man. Anyway, right. So. I used to be uh, a No, you know I was a Tracer main. <laughs> oh, we oh, know you was a Tracer main. I figured out, actually, thinking which, when I go back on the game, it's funny to see that I would only play, like, healers when I played Overwatch or D.Va. No in between. Nothing else. I think I have, I mean, like, seven... I, I purposely got 76 hours with Soldier 76 and then just never touched it. <laughs> I've never played this character. <laughs> I think he was the one I, the most played character because I played a load of Call of Duty. So if I just wanted a Call of Duty kind of character, I'd just go for Soldier 76. 76. People, <laughs> people with the cringe gold gun for him, like, well done, you know how to shoot yeah. people. But anyway, speaking of cool badasses in a mask with cool guns and shooting people, Boba Fett, the series has just come out recently. Right. As I knew we were talking about this. this as of recording this podcast, spoilers alert, first of all, one for episodes one and two of Boba Fett. As of recording this, we're recording this on Tuesday. The episode comes out tomorrow on Wednesday, episode three. Let's start with episode one. Our opinions on it. What do you think? Because I know Megan... 
I didn't You're like not, it. She, it was you didn't really like boring. The, I, didn't it was, I didn't like I didn't episode really one. That. I thought it was boring. Like compared to like the first episode of Mandalorian, that like you sat and you was like, is it over already? Like that was like a really good episode. Nothing happened in this in that episode. Nothing. Nothing Other happened. than the fact you saw how he escaped the sword of There's a lot of questions that have answered. But like, when I think of a first episode, I think it's got to be something that's going to make me be like, oh, what's happening in the next episode? But flashbacks don't do that. Mm. I feel like, I mean, though, episode yeah. one, a lot of questions. The things that Mandalorian showed with Boba Fett in was more of a setup for what for what. I just I don't think like... it made a very good first episode. The second episode, however, is what I feel like the first episode should have been. I really enjoyed the second episode, um, but, especially. Wasn't that like an entire flashback, basically? It, it was, was like an a little entire bit of... flashback. But like, to be honest, but it was what I was one. saying to my friend about this, um, I feel like the reason why we have the flashbacks is because they realise that the present day story seems very boring. You know, because it's just all, at the moment all we know about what's happened. So. Someone just tried to kill Boba Fett in present day. Again, no surprise there because they want him assassinated. We saw the the Hut twins. Um, mm. that happened. Then he went to the Twilek woman again to be like, apparently, you what have about, something for me. <laughs> what about that um that bushy bear looking character? Almost. Did you like just call a Wookiee a bushy bear looking thingy. character? Is it a Wookiee? No, I, Wookie. I, I wasn't sure whether it was a Wookiee or not. It's a character from the comics as well. I, I was going to say, I, I don't know, know much deal. about him. I just know that because I'm in a server with a bunch of like Star Wars fans. Star Wars that he's a, I, I didn't want to say Wookiee because I wasn't sure whether he actually important in some way. Yeah. But I was mean, um, in mean from his joke and the fact that the, the Wookiee stands more like how I imagine Boba Fett should stand than Boba Fett does because, <laughs> you know... He has that certain stance to him that he does in every like single shot. Back. But he, I can't fault him. Bob old man. But no, but that's literally, if you look at that actor in anything, that's the stance he does all the time. That's just how he stands, okay? What's his it's name? Just, oh, what's his name? It's something Morris. The actor who died. Me. Uh, what's his name? Oh but anyway, of course, people find that. My, first of all, one, first episode, I thought it was okay. It was good to see him out, see how he got out the Sarlacc bit, like, after, like, 30, mm-hmm. 40 years. My most disgusting bit of that episode was inside that yeah. Sarlacc bit. It was vile. It was so, second episode. Morrison. Tamora Tam- Morrison. There, there you go. Uh, second episode, personally, has put me off buying a lizard. Except first <laughs> of all. <laughs> oh, it was gross. It was so random. It was vile. But also as well, I just love, I just love both his expressions. Oh, I like okay. what he says as well. He says, "I'm sorry, I appear to have swallowed it." I just swallowed your your lizard. So like, <laughs> I'm just saying, they're going. Morrison, the best worst actor known to man because he's just like it's just him being him. Okay, like, he's such a like just a <laughs> When he especially when that um when he goes and gets all the speeders and he goes into that bar and there's like a sick. Because he's just the coolest motherfucker in he's all of this. He's just a Maori man. Look at him go. <laughs> he's, just so, he's such a badass as well. He's he's such a cool character. I'm really excited to see great. what they do. I can't remember how the third... The spoilers for the second episode. I know we've already said this. But they literally, the second episode ends with them all having, like, <laughs> Boba Fett and his boys dancing around yeah, the fire. Yeah, because they're vibing. 
Then the first moment, because it's a lot of um, as what I really liked about the second episode is it's like showing a lot of Tuscan culture, which we haven't really been able to experience yet. Tuscans are usually yeah. seen as these like savages, <laughs> and now we're seeing them as like, they're just surviving on their own. You know, that's just how it is. The way Todd just described how, say, episode two ended, and if anyone hasn't actually watched it yet, you'd think that they're doing a rave or something. They There's are. It's not. A, it's just. Dance. It's, it's like it's a tribal just, dance. It's yeah. Just a tribal dance. <laughs> they just. Hey, baby, you know who I am. I'm Baba Fett. Baba Fett. I'm <laughs> you wanna, in the you wanna go back to mine sometime? <laughs> hey. I saw you looking at me across the sand. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like a? Would you like a? a do, me, do you want me to buy you a black melon? And can we all just say, <laughs> I, I do be stunning the the woman Tuscan. She is she is goddess. She is beauty. She is grace. We stand. Did you not realize uh, there is a female Tuscan? No, I, I, I gathered that. But also... The best. She's so powerful. Nothing else matters. If I'm getting this correct, I'm pretty sure the person portraying her is the the stunt woman for Wonder Woman. She's brilliant. We stand. Good art. But uh, another another film that everyone seems to be talking about and stunning characters from is uh, Encanto. Yeah, Encanto's so good. My dad actually hated that film, but I, I loved it. it. Me and my mom was going to go, this is brilliant, we're loving it. Now, now before we say anything about it, we don't talk about Bruno. We talk about Bruno, he's a, we don't know super, he's a brilliant no, boy. Seven foot frame. We love that man. He's Rats not even, okay, just consider the fact that Camilla believes he's seven foot tall, but that man is no more than probably <laughs> five foot three, five foot four. <laughs> he's okay. so short. He's a little guy. We love Bruno. It's a good film. It's very <laughs> it's obviously it's very stereotypical of Disney. It is. Oh, definitely, yeah. There's so many but times I, that you're expecting. Show. It's like you know, it's Disney, Disney, and you know, it's Lynn. I can't pronounce his name. Lynn, Lynn Manuel Man Miranda. 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 Yeah, the same guy who did uh, uh, Hamilton. Hamilton. And every he other fucking musical music, that's come out between yeah, 2018 and now. <laughs> he did Tick Tick yeah. Boom recently, and I'm pretty sure that was his first uh, directing. Uh, film, and it's that Andrew Garfield, which he's just won mm. a Golden Globe for. Pretty sure, Andrew Garfield. They just won a Golden yeah, Globe. And... For I mean, um, do we want to trans already like transition to stuff about Andrew Garfield? Should, should, like, should, should, should we? Like, hang on. First of all, let's <laughs> get everyone. We should probably discuss Encanto first. Is that let's where we were? Let's discuss Encanto. Yeah, because we're literally all moving on. <laughs> no, okay. I enjoyed Encanto. We're only thirty-one minutes in, give or take. 31? Oh, okay, I don't know. Right, let's go. Anyway, Encanto. Let's, what's everyone's opinions? I just said, I loved it. It's a good film. Brilliant film. I like it. I really like it. I love the I'm... film. I think it's great. The I think there's really it... good attention to detail, especially in, like, wardrobe for the characters. So, for example, Louisa, um, who's, like, the strongest. Um, if you look at her dress, she has, like, little dumbbell patterns. And Camilla, yeah, shapeshift, he's got chameleons on his clothing. And how they've kind of tried to split up the smaller families in the Madrigals uh, through colour. So obviously Louisa, Isabella, Mirabelle, they all kind of, and her, their mother, it's like pinks and purples and blues. While Camillo, Antonio and, oh god, what's her name? <laughs> I don't know. The other one, the one Is it Pepper? Pepper's their mom. 
but it's the oh, one hmm. that can like hear really well. Dolores oh, yeah, or something no, like that. I think it is. Um, they're all like oranges and yellows and things, and I really like how the like how family is shown because realistically, the big idea of this film is like, um, is it like generational trauma? I think they're putting it down it, to. It basically is. It's a yeah, and almost trauma in... and like perfection in family. So like Isabella. For yeah, example, exactly. Yeah, it's, like, it's very much. It's very much based on who's, uh, who tries to be seen as a role model more than anything, uh, as everyone's got a special power, but secretly every, everyone struggles in some way. Um, uh, you know, some people it's are too much pressure on each other. So, alone, some people uh, gossipers, some people think that, you know, they're per well, they're perfect. Exactly, because like Louise's song is all about how she, you know, realistically, Louise's song's about how she's like physically strong, but she's mentally fragile in a sense like she's I, always worrying and she feels like she has to be like the strong one Isabella's always of, talking about needing to be a perfectionist yeah. and she believes that she has to be for Abuela because she's that's why she's getting married she doesn't want to be married but she feels like she has to be the help family which song was probably the the, the most the one most memorable out of all of them Minus I have not been Bruno. singing about Bru we don't talk that it's stuck the song in is my stuck in my head, head so much if not that one Bruno does stick out but it's the one about the strength yeah that I think pressure yeah. like tick, tick, tick. actually good to talk about because yeah. I pointed something out the other day that I don't think anyone else noticed but like the reason why there's donkeys in that music bit yeah you was mentioned yeah, this because, before and I thought it was actually pretty smart because like what I was, what's her name? What's the character's name? Louisa. Yeah, I don't know her name. Louisa. Louisa. So obviously Louisa, Louisa is, is the character that's strong and she's meant to carry stuff and she's meant to like, be the strongest one. Nowadays, like sometimes donkeys and mules are used to carry quite heavy loads and like carry lots of bricks. Bit like what she is. So mm -hmm. obviously, because their attention to detail is so on point, which has been clearly said, I don't think it's an accident that donkeys were in that mm. music video, or that she's like with donkeys, because that's clearly like that's clearly yeah. something. And that's you have to remember, she's like carrying place. like eight donkeys on her back, yeah. which I think is also really emphasizing like the amount of like stress stress she's under and things she feels like she has to. Yeah, exactly. Also, did powers work outside? We don't know because we've never See, seen them outside sure. Mancanto. They never, they never leave because the mountainous area. Because if it. they do, that mum that can heal, what's her name? Oh God! Uh, she could make billions. Yeah. She could. Billions. She could. She could make billions. The thing, the, the idea is as well that the family are looking billion. after their town and their family, and they are afraid but, of the outside world because of Abuela. Because, you know, the start of that story, she's been attacked, she loses her husband, her husband dies to these people, and that's when the magic works and it cuts off this town from the rest of the world. Plus, like, imagine, you say, like, this person's got the magical healing powers, imagine what they like, what the military would try and do with that, they'd be exactly. like, we need to weaponize this. Yeah, exactly, everything would be exploited from that. Are the people um, that attacked them, are they Nazis? Because I, no. I thought it was no, no, it's not about that. Because it, it's about I thought it was um, World War like, the it's people, Colombian. Even Abuela herself is not a native to Colombia, though it's set in Colombia. Mm. Her herself is not Colombian, so it's a possibility that the people that attack them are Colombians. Mm. It could be anything from cartels to it could be anything. I mean, all we know is they're very ominous people with machetes, and that's it. <laughs> 
Non-descript I, metal. I, I kind of thought. <laughs> I kind of thought it was just cartel, to be honest. Yeah, it, anything. It, it, could, uh, it, could, it could literally be anything. Yeah, just by the way, like you got a simple innocent village. They aren't doing anything legal or anything like that. They're just a happy kind of a thing, and then you just got this very intrusive and aggressive force attacking them. So yeah, yeah it probably be something like because it's not like just Abuela and her husband. Like it's an entire village. It's like the whole village mm. decides to leave. Mm. Also, how fucking stupid is Abuela? Because if, like... <laughs> I think everyone agrees that she is stupid. There's some people that really like her, but realistically, she, she she's the whole reason why the whole family's so broken. If, if yeah, I was in her shoes, right, and I saw that one of my grandkids didn't get this special gift, like myself, does not have a special gift, mm. I would be like... Oh my god, this person is meant to take up... You know, she's the candle bearer in a sense. Like, I guess Abuela's gift is that she worships the candle, and it would make sense that Mirabelle is the person that's going to take her place. But instead... But I guess at the moment of time, you don't think about it like that. It's a case like, okay, the door just disappeared, and that's why she goes to Bruno. Uh, Abuela goes to her son, Bruno, and he's like, hey, uh, figure this out. What's going on? What's about to happen? Is something going on for the family? He finds out, you know, he has that vision that Mirabel's either going to fix or ruin the family, even though it was trying to show that the house will crack, but it'll be brought back together. Um, and he runs away, he smashes the thing, and he flees into the walls of the house. Guys, did you know the the voice actor for Bruno is also the one for Sid the Sloth? Because mm-hmm. that's all anyone yeah. ever I knew uh, that. I looked into it. I love him. That's- I mean, it's great. I think Bruno just talking is great, but when he starts singing, more specifically the we need a doorknob line. We need a doorknob. We need a doorknob. And it's like, bro, just stop. Just please. Maybe the music career isn't for you. I've heard so many people say that they think that Lynn wanted to be Bruno. Oh my like he did, kind of, yeah. The way he looked and the way he was supposed to sing, it sounds like it should have been Lynn. It should have been like Lynn did all the music, like he sang the whole songs to give examples, but I feel like Bruno is the main role that he wanted he wanted a role it, in, it, in this thing that he did it in just, music. It even looks like him. He does. It even looks like him. He does. <laughs> is he in any other Disney film other than Mary? Because I know he's the chimney sweeper. He's um oh god, there's that one. I don't know what the song the, the film's called, but I know that there's there's a song in it that's like I'd rather live life by my own drum and there's the little chimp it's like this girl and this little monkey and Lynn's the little monkey in it, but I don't think it's a Disney film. I can't no, remember what it's called. I don't think it I just is. I just know that's another film that he, an animated film that he has starred in. He's also in um his dark materials, the BBC series. Which isn't very Disney, but it's definitely something. Oh, I'm in. just saying, as it's something he's in. Uh, I can't think of any. That's the. I can't think of any Disney films he's in, but I know that. I can tell I you something about animated film he's in. I can tell you something about Lin Manuel Miranda. However, the fuck you say his name. I, his name's he's just so directed. But he's just directed a film for Netflix called Tick Tick Boom, which stars Andrew Garfield, who's just won a Golden Glove for it. Andrew Garfield, hmm, notable roles like that one film by. Um, uh, Martin Scorsese, where he's a priest. That other film where he's playing the guy who smashes Mark Zuckerberg's laptop, and his most notable one, playing the Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw oh, sorry, Ridge. That one. <laughs> yeah, that one as well. That's t- but then he's also got his most notable role, and probably the one he probably. My favorite Spider Man. 
Do you know what? That's fair. He's that's, my favorite that's not, that's Spider-Man. Not, that's not like that's not a that's not a, like a an outlandish thing to say. Loads He's of people. He's my love most favorite Spider-Man. Before you carry on, no, do we need to start talking about any spoilers or anything now for anything, or are we going to keep this down about Spider-Man? Yeah, fuck I it. Have not watched have Spider-Man. Spoiler I have not watched Spider-Man. Spoiler warning. Not Spider-Man. I haven't watched it. I probably never will watch it, but I know sort of what happens. If anyone's it new to the series. To as this is only Megan. episode two, I can't stand Megan. Tom Holland. <laughs> Megan, if you can verbally say that you are completely okay with me and Fraser talking about Spider-Man spoilers from now until when I'm, will you just, can you just like, say it, that you're okay with this? I so consent to Todd and Fraser talking about the new Spider-Man film and all the spoilers that's in it. Okay, can we go off on the first Shall thing? We <laughs> What the hell happened with Venom, man? <laughs> mate, oh, mate. I'm, I'm so angry. I do not angry. look forward to the next film that includes Venom because I know for a fact they're going to either murder him or something bad's going to happen. I don't want it to happen. disappointed. The way they set him up in uh, Carnage, um, it was like, oh, yeah, he's going to be put into the MCU. Some people were a bit like, yeah, that sounds great. Some people were like, mm, maybe not so great. In the MCU. So and then they ruined it in Spider-Man No Way Home by basically just him having him having him in a bar and just going. He doesn't leave oh, Mexico. What's he all this about? That's yeah. He just gets like, drunk in the bar so and then like, ends up traveling back to where he was originally. Good. Go back. And so <laughs> yes, that happened. So I was annoyed that Venom wasn't there. But can we talk about as well how just how fucking amazing Willem Dafoe is as an actor? Like oh, the man hasn't brilliant. played Goblin brilliant. for like twenty years, and he comes back, and he's just as and he's just so fucking. He basically is so talented. <laughs> well, yeah. Also, it also he's, just proves not, my point even more friend, that he should just he should play the Joker. He needs to play the Joker. Yeah, like, people have been like photoshopping him as the Joker and loads of things. He's just, and he's I could just, I could see it working. Just, he's literally such a good fucking character, and I really I do hope. I don't hope they reused Green Goblin because I, I feel like this film is a sort of jumping off point from being like, okay, we've all put these villains that we've used before yeah. in one film and we're going to throw them yeah. away now and we're going to use other Spider-Man villains. Like, see, look, you've seen them. Now you're never Dead seeing Goblin. them again. You don't, you don't I learned get this to. Day, Spider-Man has Dead the Goblin. same amount of villains as Batman and Batman has fucking loads of villains. So it's really exciting now to see like how, what they're going to do with it. Hopefully. But I want a Ned Goblin. Ned Ned Goblin. Not gonna happen. It'd be hilarious. But... It's gonna happen now, from what I've heard. Right, he's becoming a little. Yeah, that's yeah, that's not gonna happen. But um, also as well, I fucking love Electro in this film. If God's anyone, brilliant. anyone who knows me, right? If you don't know me. I'm a bit of an electric nut. I fucking love anything to do with like electricity in terms of like superpowers or like magic or anything like that. So like, like my D and D character is literally just pure electricity. Like I like that's literally the only reason why I made him so I could like fling lightning bolts out of my dick. That's literally the only like that's literally. So preferably it. not his penis because I would not happen. <laughs> I mean hands and other things. He's so fucking cool in this film, Electro is. He's so much better. He was cool in... Well, he was alright in The the Amazing Spider-Man 2, but he's so fucking cool in it. Literally is. He's so great. 
Jamie Foxx is just a brilliant casting as well because he just he brings our like attitude. Jamie Foxx and, like, is great as a whole. Not anger, but just that attitude. You know, he, you know, he's just fucking. That's Electra. Jamie Foxx is a good actor overall as well. Like uh, going back to Willem Dafoe, um, I think he plays like such a brilliant villain in loads of things. If you ever watched like the Grand Budapest Hotel, he's really, really good in that. Um, and the other thing I enjoy him in is The Lighthouse. As not as oh, a villain, have you watched a character that? in that? The Lighthouse is brilliant. The Lighthouse, Lighthouse. I got to watch. It's great. It's great. Well, it is brilliant. Um, also, as well, yeah, no, uh, Dark Ark. Who's actor's name? Oh, we started this. My favorite. I like the twist. I love Dark Ark. I like. I like this, the Doc Ock's arc in this. It's really good. I think um, it's really nice. The only thing I've seen, I saw that clip, spoilers, uh, of him interacting with his Spider-Man and talking about how much he's like, how much he's grown. And I was like, man, that's that's so cute. <laughs> so, it's it is, so it's, quite, it's very cute. It's so I'll cute. Just mention, just mention one final thing before we go into the the big, big the spoiler. big spoiler. Yeah. The big spoiler. Um, first of all, one beloved character that I've recently learned to love has returned, Daredevil. Finally, people are yeah. Happy to see that he's now <laughs> back officially back in the MCU. But Marvel, if you never watched Daredevil, Masters. you probably had no idea who that guy was. I've in started the film. watching it, but if you watched Daredevil, Daredevil you would have been screaming in the cinema. <laughs> I've started watching it. And it's really fucking good. And I'm annoyed that I haven't watched it sooner. But also Marvel are crafty bastards because they timed it. They timed Daredevil's appearance in Spider-Man to go with a certain other character in another series that we'll talk talk about after Spider-Man. That's just like Mm -hmm. 10 out of 10, just Marvel being fucking... Are we we talking about Hawkeye as well later on? Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll briefly mention Hawkeye because we're going on quite a bit now. Yeah, we will but now we've talked about that, let's talk about the the big one. The big one. That okay. all the Spider Men are back for this film, which is amazing. It's what everyone wanted. I'm glad that they I've did it. Seen, all the clips I've seen have revolved around those three interacting and the one I mentioned about Doc Ock. So. The swinging, no, the swinging it, scene when they're fighting the enemies, when they're beautiful. like. The swinging scene is just fantastic. So amazingly yeah. well done. Every scene with them in is like brilliant. It's just perfectly put together. Um, the more interacting with each other, very, yeah, when they're, they're really, first they're, they're really, as well, there's like really right funny back. bits of the ones I've seen, yeah. and it was about like you know how they shoot webs, and they're like, so you know, where does that come from exactly? How yeah, that's a weird one. But do you know why they, they did the whole back thing in there? Yeah, it's because he because of something to do with Tobey Maguire's. To, it's Tobey Maguire's. Yeah, he said he wasn't going to do anything about um, Spider-Man 2 because of his back. Um, and they started making uh, joking him about it because making excuses really about it. And then Jake Gyllenhaal was meant to replace him and then he ended up playing Mysterio in the, in the Spider-Man film before which, this one. Which is good. Which is oh, good. Which also is well. Mysterio is technically the sixth member of that film. I no, no. It's, it, it's the tree. To be fair, that tree does look quite. I don't strange. have any any clue what's going on with this tree, and I've heard this twice He's now. He's the worst. The third oh, time was when we was at the pub. The second time is now, and I still have no clue what the tree is or what the tree is about. What is this freaking tree? The tree is the worst the tree. member of the Sinister Six. <laughs> what did the tree do? 
nothing. That's the most deadliest Existed. thing about it. <laughs> Existed. It gave us oxygen, but slightly less I than other trees. I have a slight question. Go on, um, then, Megan. You know in the trailer how everyone was questioning um, the, the thing about how, who hit one of the, the members? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. what was that then? Was that ever addressed? It was Lizard. It was Lizard. So what it hit was him? Uh, like uh, it was like a, like it was essentially Doctor Strange found the lizard essentially, uh, and he locked him away in like a magical dungeon, a wizard's dungeon. That's what they call it. And um, yeah, essentially they put him there. Which, by the way, he looks. I fuck. Can I talk about the lizard's design for? Go for it. Because I think the lizard's design, the lizard design, is awful. Lizard never worked. He, ne- he didn't work in Amazing. He, he hasn't he, got he no snout. He needs to have a snout. If he doesn't have a snout, he's not a lizard. He's just some flat-faced dinosaur. It's like when um the one Arkham game with Lizard Man and he's like with the croc. Uh, and he's just killer croc. Faced and it's it just also like... reminds me of. He, he looks very similar to Halo Infinite's the meme about that um. Banished guy in this. <laughs> they started making a meme about how crap the graphics were and the one guy. It looks like that, I think. The same face. They also just sort of reused footage worse. as well. Yeah, they did, yeah. They reused footage from previous Spider-Man films, like the bit when they when they cure the lizard. That's the bit in The Amazing Spider-Man where he begins to slowly turn back to Dr. Connors. Yeah. And also when Sandman stops, yeah, when Toby Maguire cleans the Sandman with his big cleaning thing. Um, yeah. It's the bit where he's like he, the Sandman gets wet and he starts to like fall apart and crumble. It's essentially yeah, exactly. it. To be fair. It's either going to be, hey, look, these are nods to the old film, or we really couldn't be bothered to render this. It's just so the old clips. They, they've got a lot. Of, a lot of the actors. Are like, it's been like a good ten years for some of the actors. So they haven't they had. Can't be they can't be doing it again. And things <laughs> differently, so they, they're trying to re- just reuse some of the stuff to make it work. I'm surprised that Willem Dafoe did a lot of the stu- like um, did a lot of the new stunts because he's well, he's quite a lot older than what he was when he was doing Spider-Man said, One. That's the thing that he said that yeah. he wouldn't do the film he unless do his he own could stunts. do his own stunts and it wouldn't be like a cameo. And he was mm-hmm. and he ended up doing his stunts and he's just he's just a fucking brilliant actor. He's brilliant. He just likes brilliant being actor. the Goblin, you know. That's just it's just. I think he's getting this. I think he, he probably thinks that's one of his best roles. But quick question, because now. Now that yeah. what's happened with the Spider-Man, essentially Spider-Man is now more like Spider-Man in the comics. Now that yeah. everything happens, now that everything that's happened, there's a lot of speculation that the next film will. They fans theorize that the next film will have Daredevil in it, and it'll be him and Daredevil in Hell's Kitchen. I don't think they'll do that. I think what they might do is something completely fucking different. I personally would like to see Black Cat. I don't, I don't know, know what they're going to do with Spider-Man yet. Say, I think it's a bit too soon. Well, Black Cat. We've got a lot of other films coming up first before we start figuring out what Spider-Man could be doing. Yeah. But like, um, we've, got, they... we've got Doctor Strange to worry about now. No, so. yeah, good point. The, that also, good. as well, the trailer for Doctor Strange was also at the end of the Spider-Man film. It's post-credits, so if anyone does want to watch it, someone's just honked at them. It's a, it looks very, very good. Also, Sam Raimi is directing it as well, which is quite ironic that it's at the end of it the Spider-Man It is really film. weird, isn't it? <laughs> but um, but yeah, that looks good, wanna... and that looks 
Go on. Should we quickly talk about um, Hawkeye before we finish? Hawkeye, have we got... Let's, what's that? What else? How much time we got? It's else? currently at 52.37. Okay, so yeah, we can talk about... We can talk about... Finish that quickly. Yeah, we can go about... Okay, so Hawkeye. Yet again, I have not one. watched Hawkeye. I was going to, and I've heard that it was very much like the comic books, or like they took a lot of reference from the comic books. So I do want to watch it, but whenever I've been like, maybe I will, I look at it and I go, <laughs> the first thing I want to talk watch... about is the post credits. Oh, no. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's, no, it's, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's really bad. It's, it's really bad. bad. It's really bad. Like, <laughs> But it's hilarious. It's essentially, if anyone who doesn't know or hasn't seen, essentially in the MCU world they have created a musical called Rogers and it's about the Avengers specifically about Captain America and it's essentially you'll like see it in Spider-Man as well you'll see, yeah you'll see posters for it in Spider-Man essentially it's like their Hamilton yeah they've essentially they made their own Hamilton and they have like a musical number that's at the end of the last episode for Hawkeye which is a brilliant series, by the way, and really, really cool. Also, as well, exciting Daredevil fans because Kingpin is revealed to be the main villain, sort oh, of the main villain impact. of yeah. the Hawkeye series, uh, which is very exciting, very, very exciting to see for Daredevil fans. I, I will admit, when I saw Daredevil in Spider-Man, I was like, okay, cool, that's Daredevil. But then when I saw Kingpin in Hawkeye, I was like, fuck, I'm probably going to have to watch Daredevil now. I just try and see, I just watch that and just essentially, because it was a really good fucking performance. I don't know, fuck it, yeah, I'm going to So he is, He's Hulk a really Hulk, good kingpin as well, the actor is, so I'm quite happy with him. He's really good. Yeah. Man. But like, I um, thought, yeah, that's it, yeah, what was you going to say? Yeah, I just thought it's, it's a great series. Um, I think the act, I can't remember the actress who plays Kate Bishop, she's really good. Still love Jeremy Renner. He's really good. Um, and yeah, Lucky the Dog is really cute as well. Hayley Seinfeld, I think. And That's it, yeah. I think it is. Um, yeah. She's good. She's been in loads of things. I didn't know she played as um, Gwen in uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, she's Gwen in. Yeah. She... And we've got another one of those coming up soon. So that's yeah, no, yeah, the second one. Part one is coming up soon. Mm. Coming out soon. That's the end. Yes, Megan, it's a part one. Was <laughs> you not aware of it? She just looked at me like, what? <laughs> it's a part one. So that, what? No, I'm not confused. One. Why is it a part the one? The sequel will be part one of the sequel. Basically, there'll be a part two later on. A bit like um, Deathly Hallows had a part oh, one and part two. Yeah. Why so it's going to be a bit... Thing? This is... Yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, it says Across the Spider-Verse part one. Oh, I was looking forward to it, but like, man, just make it all one film, even if it takes seven seven hours to watch. Part two would top. Part two is gonna have Toby and Tom, Toby McGuire, Tom Andrew Garfield. Yeah, hundred percent. They will fucking do that in part two. As well as the fact that Tom Holland has been asked, he confirmed recently that he'd been asked if he wanted to be in Spider Verse, and he said yes, and then nothing else happened. Apparently, he was like, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, he was like, yeah, I'll do it, and it was like, okay. But we're not going to tell you happen. anything because we know that you have a potty mouth and you like to tell everyone what we do. <laughs> to be fair, he well, did well with this film. He did. Yeah, he had like, people very much watching him at every move. They had like Disney had snipers on rooftops, you know, watching his every move. You would expect that if you watched an interview with Andrew Garfield. 
Like, yeah. he, just, he literally this. just tells everyone. It's so funny because Tom McGuire was like, no. Yeah, I'm in it. <laughs> I'm in it. I'm in it. Yeah, it's all right. And then Andrew Garfield's like fighting for his life. He's like, No, no, please. I'm not in it. Okay, stop telling me that I'm in it. And then there's stop a picture of Tom McGuire like holding the poster. Like, Hello. What do you mean you saw me in some behind the scenes? <laughs> that wasn't sweet. me. It's Photoshop. And that's everything for this episode of Monitor Heads. Thank you so much for listening. We look forward to hearing from you again in the next episode, which will hopefully be releasing way sooner than this one. Thanks again, and I hope you have a great day.